Welcome to the Weight Solutions for Physicians podcast, the podcast that helps you find solutions for your weight concerns that will last a lifetime. You've got this. This podcast contains general educational information on weight loss for physicians. I am not providing medical advice and listening to this podcast does not create a physician-patient relationship. This podcast does not replace the need for consultation with a licensed professional and no information should be relied upon unless you have obtained specific advice or treatment from myself or another physician. Please review the terms and conditions located at www.weightsolutionsforphysicians.ca before continuing. Welcome to episode 105 of the Weight Solutions for Physicians podcast. I'm your host, Siobhan Key. Thanks for joining me. It is my goal in life to help physicians who struggle with stress eating find freedom from stress and binge eating without relying on willpower and to do this through really compassionate, positive tools instead of the standard willpower and diets. This podcast is part of it. If you're just joining me, there are so many episodes and so much great information. I encourage you to go back and listen to all the old episodes. But if you want more help and if you want more direct help with what you're struggling with, then coaching can help you with that. Head over to the weightsolutionsforphysicians.ca webpage and click on the work with me tab and you'll find out information about how to work with me. Right now, the best way for you to work with me is in my Stress Eating SOS group. The next group is enrolling in January, and so I'll be sending out information about that. But you can get on the wait list so that you're the first to know. And to do that, head over to weightsolutionsforphysicians.ca forward slash SOS, or click on the group coaching tab in the work with me page. And you can add your name to the wait list, and then I'll be sending out information. And I'm planning some little surprises for that wait list as well. So get your name on there. All right. Today, what we're talking about is how reclaiming missed areas of gratitude can change your weight loss experience. And I wanted to start this episode with a quote because I think it sums up what I want you to think as you go through this episode. Be grateful for what you already have while you pursue your goals. If you aren't grateful for what you already have, what makes you think you would be happy with more? And that's a quote by Roy T. Bennett. And this came up for me, and the reason why I decided to do this episode was last night I was sitting on the couch visiting with my twins before they went to bed, and it kind of hit me that I don't spend a lot of time being grateful for them, <laughs> which sounds bad. And But what I mean by that is we struggled with infertility for about three years. There was a chunk of time in our life where we didn't know if we would have kids at all. And that was a really challenging time. And then we went through in vitro fertilization and everything went okay. We had one embryo transferred. And the funny thing of this story is that at the same time, my partner, my practice partner was pregnant with twins. She was five months pregnant. And so I was really hopeful that we wouldn't have twins because I didn't know how our practice would handle it. And so when we were able to transfer one embryo, I thought, okay, great. I don't have to worry about twins. And then at the very first ultrasound we had, when she told me, oh, hey, I thought you said you only transferred one embryo. And it took me probably about 15 minutes to actually believe her that she was saying that we had twins. It took me actually a long time to adjust to that and to the idea that we were going to have twins. And my immediate response, it's interesting looking back in the concept of this gratitude, my immediate response wasn't gratitude or being grateful that now we would have two babies when at one time we thought we wouldn't have any. My immediate response was fear. 
of how am I going to do this? How am I going to manage two kids? And any of you out there listening who have twins, I think you have probably been there. But that feeling of it just skipped right over any gratitude. (laughs) I was in that ultrasound. I was between like swearing and crying. And I was like quite a big mess. And my husband and I were both fairly stunned for quite a while afterwards. And then everything went reasonably okay as far as twins' pregnancies go. We had two healthy babies and they've been two healthy girls. But it's so easy to get wrapped up in the parenting and in the day-to-day struggles that I forget to be grateful that we have kids. And this is something that I think we can apply to our weight loss journey because I think it's true in a lot of areas of our life that we just forget. It's not that we're not grateful but we forget to experience it and we miss out on it. And that's what I wanted to talk about today. The other story I was going to share is that from doing palliative care for years, you often get exposed to people who are going through you know, much tougher things than what you have experienced. And that often reminded me to be more grateful and have gratitude for some of the basics in my life. And I still remember one that this was years and years and years ago, a woman who was in our hospice and she had previously been a marathon runner and she had complications from her disease that made it so she couldn't run for a good stretch of time before she actually passed away. And she wished with her whole body that she could still run. It was the one thing that she missed. I've tried to hold that with me ever since of being grateful for those days that I can run because I know that there's people out there that wish they could and they can't. And holding just the gratitude for the fact that no matter what a particular run is like or what the weather is like outside, being grateful and happy that I actually get to be out there and doing it has been something that's been really important to me. And so I think we can take these ideas and these concepts and we can look at how they apply to our weight loss journey. But first, let's talk about why do we miss out on gratitude? What happens? Because as I said, it's not that we're not grateful. I think we all, if asked, would say we're grateful for the things in our life. It's that we forget, we miss out on actually experiencing it. So why does that happen? I think basically what it boils down to is in our society, we're in a hurry. We're in a hurry in our individual days. We're in a hurry in our weeks. When we're dealing with one day, we're thinking about what we have to do the following days and get through the whole week until we can relax on the weekend. And then we're in a hurry in our goals. When we're working on something for ourselves, like weight loss, we're in a hurry to get there, to get to the end point, to get to the finish line. But here's the thing is that there isn't really a true finish line. There never is, even in a weight loss journey. So there is, if you're getting to a certain weight loss goal, yes, you got there, but it's still not the finish line. It's the start of something else, the maintenance. There's so many other things that just keep going after you actually reach the goal. There is no finish line. But if you've been delaying the gratification and thinking that things will be better when you get there, it can feel like a rude awakening to get to that line and realize it's not a finish line and things aren't better just because you got there. Things are pretty much the same. You just might weigh different when you step on the scale and maybe clothes fit differently. So we get so focused on getting to the next spot that we forget to enjoy where we are. 
And I think I see this a lot with my coaching clients who have lost a lot of weight, but still want to lose more, is it's so easy to forget to be grateful for the amount of weight that has already been lost and all that work that went into that weight that's already been lost. Because we're so focused on what we still feel we need to do that we forget to be grateful and happy with ourselves for everything we've already done. We don't enjoy being in that position at that current weight, feeling that physically better because we're kind of trying to push ourselves towards a different finish line and keep ourselves going. I think the other thing that gets in our way of experiencing gratitude and where we miss out is we sometimes think our current circumstances don't deserve gratitude. And when I say this, I'm speaking about our bodies mainly in this setting, is that we feel that so often our current body is undeserving in some way of gratitude, that it won't become deserving of gratitude until it looks a certain way or it's a certain size. And I really want you to question that because I don't think that's helpful. I don't think it's true. And doesn't help you get to your goal. Plus, if you're feeling that sense that your body is undeserving of gratitude, and so you're not grateful for where it's at right now, as you move forward, it makes that path harder. It's so much easier to move forward working on goals when you're moving forward with an acceptance and gratitude of where you are right now. If you don't have that, then you're moving forward with kind of a dislike and dissatisfaction of where you are now, hoping that you'll find that somewhere along the way. But I can tell you that satisfaction and gratitude doesn't come from the physical circumstances of your body or what the scale says or what size of clothes you wear. Those come from how you think about your body, what the scale says, and what size of clothes you wear. That is the only way to feel the gratitude. If you have hit a goal and you feel that sense of gratitude for hitting the goal, know that it's nothing to do with the goal. That number on the scale does not create the gratitude. It's how you think about it that creates the gratitude. And I think that's so important because then we can let ourselves think about things in a way that make us feel grateful now about what our body is, about how our eating is, about what our day-to-day life is. And by creating that gratitude now, it will make the path of getting to our goals easier. Plus, when we get there, we're going to be far more likely to actually feel happy and enjoy that goal. Think of how many goals you have set for yourself, reached, and then you just continue on. You don't actually enjoy the fact you reached the goal. And I I think in medicine, we do this a lot. You know, you have to write your MCATs. Okay, got the MCATs done you don't really spend time enjoying that because now the next step is you have to apply to medical school. You get into medical school, but you don't really spend time enjoying that because now you have to get good grades and you have to keep up with medical school. You graduate medical school, but you don't really spend a lot of time enjoying that because there's residency to come. Like every single step on the way, there's a next step that we just keep focusing on and keep moving on. And we often don't take time to stop and enjoy where we're at. We just hit a goal and keep going. And this is true for so many different areas of our life. But if we're putting so much work into these goals, if we're putting so much focus into these goals, then let's enjoy them. And the best way to enjoy them is that we work on thinking grateful thoughts throughout the journey. We don't wait to think happy thoughts about the goal 
until we get there. We think them throughout the journey so that when we get there, it feels better and we can enjoy it more. So let's talk about how this impacts weight loss directly. So if you're always kind of missing out on the gratitude, if you're not slowing down to smell the roses per se, and you're just go, 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 how does this impact our weight loss? Well, in general, always being future focused and always delaying gratification increases stress. And when I say delaying gratification in this sense, I'm not talking about like food gratification, like choosing not to eat a particular food item. That's not what I'm talking about. I mean, this concept of I can't enjoy this till I've reached this next step, that's delaying gratification. So classic would be, okay, I can't really enjoy my day till I'm finished and I can relax in the evening. Or I can't really enjoy this week, but I will when I get to the weekend. That's that delaying gratification that we do on a really regular basis. And it increases our overall stress. If you're always thinking about the next thing you have to do, the next 10 things you have to do, and you're not enjoying what you're doing right now, it will be more stressful. And if you're listening to this podcast, I suspect what happens when you feel more stress is you tend to eat. Your brain searches out food as an easy and simple solution to that stress. So just by working on gratitude in the moment, it may change how your food cravings are because you'll reduce your overall stress. And to shift that over to thinking about your body, if your current state, meaning your current body, its size, its shape, the parts that jiggle on it, the parts that look lumpy, all of those things, if they're always focused on negatively, then that adds to stress too. So if your current body just fills your brain with negative thoughts, that increases stress. And what do we do when we're feeling stressed? At some point, your brain's going to want to solve it. And it's going to offer food as the solution for that stress. And that's not ideal. But so many of us do that to ourselves. We spend our life disliking the body we're in. And then trying desperately to change it while creating these barriers to change because we create this stress and these negative emotions by disliking the body we're in. It all comes back around. So imagine if you were able to enjoy your days and go through your days with a sense of enjoyment for the little things. Imagine if your food tasted better because you were grateful that it was there in the first place and that you had choices with your food. And if those choices were in line with what you needed to lose weight, you were still grateful for it because you had made that choice. And that while you're working on your goals, you were able to be grateful and enjoy the body you were in right now, even as it was changing and shifting. When I think about that, it feels really peaceful to me. I think of like kind of that hectic struggle we spend so much of our time in where we're just go, 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 got to get do more, do more, do more. And if we could just do those few little things, it just feels so much more peaceful and such a nicer way to live our days. So how do you find more gratitude? How do you stop missing out on the gratitude when you still have to get the stuff done that's in your day? I think I've got a few tips and I want you to start with an exercise. Number one is I want you to think about what is the hardest thing for you to feel gratitude about? In your life, what's the most difficult thing for you to feel gratitude about? Now, I know for a lot of you, it's going to be your body. Other people, maybe it's your work. Maybe it's a loved one that you don't get along with. But there's probably something in your life that's difficult to feel gratitude about. And so I want you to sit down with paper 
I think this is the best done on paper and you can pause the podcast if needed. I want you to list all of the things that you could be grateful about that thing, no matter how small they are. It may seem minuscule and inconsequential, but every situation in your life, there are things you can be grateful for. Even if it's that relative that you don't get along with, there's something that there can be some gratitude about. Maybe it's just that their behavior is teaching you to learn about your own thoughts. There's no right or wrong thing to be grateful about, but I like this exercise because you're focusing on something that feels inherently difficult to feel grateful for and you're making your brain think of it anyways. So don't let your brain squirm out of it. If it's saying there's nothing to feel grateful about this, don't let it. So if we use an example for our bodies, what things can you be grateful for right now? Like you could start with the fact you're alive, right? That's something to be grateful for. I like to think of the things I can do, the things that my body is able to do right now, the things it has done in the past. But sit down with paper and see what you can come up with. And the point of doing this with one of the most difficult things for you to feel grateful about is that if you can feel gratitude for the difficult things, then it's going to be simple to find gratitude for the things you're actually more happy about. You'll make the rest of this easy if you sit down and do this experiment. So step number two is look for the small things. As you're going through a situation, you can think, what am I grateful for in this? Like me on the couch with my girls chatting about, I can't even remember what we we're talking about. I just was like, well, like I'm really grateful that they're here and I've gotten to be parent to these girls. Maybe you're grateful for your dictation system. I often have when I'm doing my notes. I'm grateful that I have a system that I can just dictate my notes really quickly and it populates and I'm done and I can stay on top of my notes. There's so many things, but ask yourself as you go through your day, what am I grateful for in this? And that brings us to step number three, which is notice when you're starting to feel stressed and kind of notice where that stress first shows up in your body. For me, it's in my chest. I feel tightness in my chest. So notice when that stress first starts to creep in. And then ask yourself what you could be grateful for in that situation that's making you feel stressed. And this is a powerful tool because it's actually very hard to feel both stressed and grateful. Uh, So if you shift your brain to feeling grateful for aspects, then the stress will automatically come down. So asking yourself in that stressful situation, what could I be grateful for in this? Or, you know, another way some people say this is how is this happening for me? can shift that thinking from the focus on the things that aren't going well or the things that might not go well to what you're actually happy and grateful for in that very moment. That can be very powerful. And then tip number four is working on developing a gratitude practice. And there's a research about doing a gratitude journal. So writing down things you're grateful for each day doesn't have to be a lot. It can be just three things either at the beginning of the day or the end of the day, writing down what you're grateful for. And that can really transform your mood. It can transform your days because what it's doing is it's shifting our brain from the default focus on negative things. That's where our brain likes to rest. What didn't go right? What didn't I get done? What do I still have to do? And it shifts it to what actually was working. What am I happy about from this day? 
And that can be very powerful. And if you've been thinking about doing some sort of journaling practice, but you never get around to it because it takes too much time, this would be a really good way to get into that is just do a gratitude journal. Three things that you're grateful for that would take you like less than two minutes to write them down usually. And just do that consistently every day and see where you get with that. Such a simple activity can honestly really change your life. It can make you feel so much better. And that's why I love it. So send me an email and let me know where have you been missing out on gratitude? When you listen to this, what areas of your life have you been missing the gratitude in that you just have forgotten to experience the gratitude? I'd love to hear what your answers are because I think it'd be interesting. I think there's probably a lot of areas that we all forget. And the more we can as individuals, the more we can as a society be grateful for what we have, the better things get. All right, if you're enjoying this podcast, please take a moment to hit the subscribe button so you get every new episode. And if you would take the time to leave a review, I would really appreciate it. They do help the podcast get found. Have a fantastic week. and We'll talk to you later. 